all right guys we are back uh, thank you for joining us to yet another episode of setting our Th thoughts captive my name is chitis my name is each one and we want to welcome you guys we want to thank you guys for listening to us and me uh, we our hope and prayers that it has been a blessing to you and and um matter of uh help to you in growing in your faith as it has been to us as we uh, bring different topics and subjects and we uh, look at it and we discuss it through the lens of scripture all right and that is our hope is that we set all our thoughts captive to obey christ by uh, looking at what he has said about these topics and subjects in the scripture so and uh, our goal is that as you listen to it that you would consider it that you would wrestle with it and and you would have a greater confidence in in our lord through his scripture so said so that uh the topic that we have today is a topic i think it's, it's a very important topic uh but it's also a very for me it's a comforting topic uh for me it's a topic that gives me greater confidence in god but but it also it's also a very hopeful topic so uh, the topic that we want to talk about is called the assurance of salvation, yeah. right? The assurance yeah. of salvation is is a big topic among Christians. It, denominations are divided over it, right? Um, many, uh, I would say even, I don't even want to consider Catholicism in the same category as Christianity, but, but you know, the whole uh, Catholicity and Protestantism, they are separate on that topic but even 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 in protestants the there are various denominations that are divided over the assurance of salvation right so so quickly there are there's 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 a group of people um there's a group of christians in certain denominations that would believe that that there cannot be an assurance of salvation that that once you're saved you could lose it mm -hmm. and there is no assurance and then there's a denomination that believes that that we align with that would say that you know once you're saved you're always saved. There is there can be an assurance of salvation. So yeah, what is I, I started off um, I started off with thinking you could lose your salvation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So um, it was one give of some those. background on that. Yeah. Well, uh, well, it's it, I don't think the intention necessarily is the thought that uh, your salvation is based upon. Um, works yeah so that's not that's catholicism almost, right. right so that's right. not that but right yeah but essentially it is a form of that okay where um uh you could cause yourself to lose your salvation mm. right so um, so although and and did they teach the salvation was by faith yeah okay so although you may receive salvation through faith you are you may lose it based on your work Yes. Exactly. All right. So okay. So exactly. so keeping of salvation is not based on is based on your works basically, right? So in that sense, yeah, you could lose salvation, and it just reminds me of that famous quote from John MacArthur: "Like if you could lose your salvation, you would." Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, right? So 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 before we even begin the whole topic of of uh, assurance of salvation, let's talk about salvation right what salvation is how can one be saved let's let's have a unified uh discussion on on what salvation and how can one be saved yeah yeah so for salvation salvation comes from a greek word that 
literally means deliverance, mm-hmm. right? So, so deliverance of, and and I think a lot of denominations, especially in Protestantism, are are unified in this that the, the salvation is deliverance from our sin, yep. uh, and ultimately from the wrath of God, and and deliverance to the eternity with God, right? Yep. And so, so, so that is salvation. So, how can one be delivered from the punishment that their sin deserves? to having an eternal relationship with God. Mm-hmm. That is, how can one be saved? So, How can one be saved? Yes. So obviously it's through Christ, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's through faith in Christ. So obviously you recognize your sin. Your sin is a problem. Mm-hmm. You need to be delivered from your sin. Mm-hmm. Who can deliver me from this thing that will cause the wrath of God to be poured on me? And this mm-hmm. is where we look to Christ, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Christ for our, for our salvation, for our deliverance. Uh, because of his death on the cross, his blood that was shed, mm-hmm. right? Uh, there's no remission of sins without the shedding of blood, his blood that was shed on the cross. Uh, he took on our 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 sin nature. Uh, God poured out his wrath upon him. Mm-hmm. In exchange, uh, we received his righteousness uh, that God, uh, when when God now looks at us, we he sees the righteousness of Christ. And this was all accomplished in the death burial and resurrection Mm -hmm. of Christ, right? So when Mm -hmm. he rose on the third day, uh, defeating death, right? Mm -hmm. Because the wages of Mm -hmm. sin is death. So him defeating death, um, that secured our salvation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And so, so that is, that is the good news. That is the good news of the gospel is that we who believe in Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, we are, uh, we, we won't, we will not be facing the punishment that our sin deserves because Jesus has paid it all mm-hmm. and that, that in Christ we have redemption available that, that that our sins are forgiven but at the same time we are also resurrected to have this eternal relationship with Christ, with God and yeah. so that is that is the good news of salvation yeah and when you sure. look and when you look at Jesus right and um and him coming Mm-hmm. He says, I have come to save those who are lost, right? Yeah. His purpose in coming was the cross. Absolutely. Um, and so the, Oops, sorry. <laughs> the work that he... Sorry about that. Well, that, that. <laughs> we got a scriptural intervention here. So in looking at his whole purpose of even uh, walking on this earth mm-hmm. was to save us, mm-hmm. right? And so... Starting off there, right? That's what we we know what salvation is, and his whole purpose of coming wasn't to make this world a better place. Yeah, it wasn't to um, teach us to have necessarily uh, peace. It wasn't to deliver Israel from uh, the Romans. His purpose in coming was to secure salvation, to save those who are lost, to defeat death. Absolutely, and and so that brings up the question: Is there any other way? Mm-hmm. To get saved, no, no, right? It's a resounding no. And and if there was any other way, then that that humiliating death that Christ faced would be in vain. Yeah, right. Yeah, or yeah. Uh, it, the the scripture would say, uh, um, "I am one of the ways. I am right. one of the truth. Truth, right? Like, <laughs> so yeah. If there is any other way, I am way. the way, the truth, yeah. the life, and no one comes to the Father but right. And I think me. we touched on this a little bit last few times too mm-hmm. uh, i don't know which one was it but but you know like like a lot of religions they would say like all roads lead to the same place but the thing is like all those ways do not lead to the same place or or they do lead to a same place which is not 
eternity with God, right? Eternity mm -hmm. in the presence of wrath of God. But because none of those ways would lead to eternal relationship with God, the way had to come to us. And that way is Jesus Christ. And, mm -hmm. and he is the only way, the truth, and eternal life. No one can go to Father without him. And so that is the only way one can be saved. So, 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 and that gospel is received in our life through faith, right? So we know that salvation is in Christ alone. That one really explained it very well how that happens on the cross through through death burial and just uh, resurrection of jesus christ and that is that we receive that salvation through faith in jesus as our lord and savior and so that is the only way one can be saved right so you know once you are saved can you have assurance of salvation and this is this is an interesting one because i feel like you know i, I my my background is hinduism right and and I don't I, I don't know all the religions but but the majority of religions that I know do not have an assurance of salvation interestingly mm. you know as a, as a Hindu we did all the good works good karmas is what they say hoping that it would be enough one day to break the cycle of reincarnation so we can reach that 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 uh we can reach the level of nirvana which they call which is similar to salvation you're 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 breaking the cycle of reincarnation but you know what even at the age of 99 you're still doing good karma you don't have that assurance yeah you can't have that assurance and and you know my my great grandma is 103 years old right now and she still does not have that assurance wow 103 103 yes she's she's balling yeah, she'll still FaceTime me how crazy is that <laughs> she'll FaceTime to see my daughter wow. but 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 you know even at 103 years old she does not have that assurance mm. and and you know and I, 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 I was, I grew up in a very devoted Hindu family, so a uh, high caste Hindu family, and and I saw all the things that that Hindus practice, hoping that they would have good karmas, and I, I followed it, in the same path that my parents did, and and, but never was I ever assured that there that was enough never was i sure that that you know it's going to be enough and i i think it kind of bring that core relation to even christianity is that you know if you are basing your assurance of salvation on your own works i can't see you can fall in the same trap too mm -hmm. right because because god's demand is perfection mm -hmm. right and so you will always fall short of that Mm -hmm. You'll always fall short of glory if you're looking to yourself and your work and your capabilities and your own righteousness. Let's mm -hmm. just say that, right? And I can see that relationship even in other religion, mm -hmm. right? In that sense. So, so for us believers who have believed in Jesus is our Lord and Savior, can we have assurance of salvation? What is, is this? Some is this the same as any other religion, or is it some? Is this? different than any other religion so mm. so can we have assurances of salvation yes this absolutely one? yes absolutely so let's let's explore that right can we have assurances of salvation uh, i've been reading first john so my first mind goes to first john mm -hmm. right and and uh, and first john is written for the very purpose so we can have assurance of salvation and then verse 13 uh, he says, I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God. So remember, he's writing to the believers who believe, right? So they've already believed in Jesus for their salvation. And so to them, he says, that you may know that you have eternal life. Mm -hmm. right? So God wants us to know 
that we have eternal life. Mm-hmm. So he wants us. To, he wants to assure us that that the salvation, the deliverance from our sin, and deliverance to Him in eternal life is is there. Mm-hmm. And so we have that. What else can we add to that? And so so how so it's, it's, uh, so he wants us to know. How does he want us to know this one? And I think you have an answer for that. Uh, I I I do have an answer for that. <laughs> I, you know, I think I think the answer that I would have is look to Christ. Yeah. Um, you know. When we when we really start looking at places in Scripture where it specifically talks about assurance, and and for me, like the big one that comes out is is uh, throughout Hebrews, uh, but it's always it's it seems to be tied to your assurance is tied to faith, mm-hmm. which is tied to Christ. Yeah, um, and so it keeps drawing you back to how you started. Mm-hmm. Right. How you started this walk, Mm. um, it it was through faith and hope in Christ. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, So and then what is faith? What is you know, what is faith like faith is the assurance of things hoped for. Right. Uh, The conviction of things not seen or faith is the substance of things hoped for with the with the evidence of things uh, not seen. Um, So. So your your assurance comes through faith in Christ, because obviously, and and it sounds simple, but obviously, if your faith is in anything else, do you have assurance? No, no, absolutely, right? We yeah. uh, we've already said that. Um, we've already said that uh, there is no other way to God but mm-hmm. through Christ. So again, like we know, salvation comes in Christ. We can be assured of our salvation because we have trusted in the one who has secured salvation. So your assurance starts mm. with faith in Christ. If you are basing your assurance um, on anything else, you really can't have insur- uh, assurance. Just like he said, right? His his grandmother is 103 years old. She's practicing karma, mm-hmm. um, and she still doesn't have assurance. She does not know. Mm-hmm. And so the Bible stands boldly declaring that if you have faith in Christ, you can be assured that your faith and hope in him will um, save you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, so it's almost like, you know, we don't look at ourselves to have assurance, just like we look at Christ for salvation, we also look at Him for assurance, mm-hmm. right? And that's what that's what you were trying to say. And so, Christ gives us that assurance, right? And 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 that is the only way we can have assurance, because when we think about our salvation, our salvation is the whole work of God, is the whole work of of what Christ has done for us, right? Mm-hmm. And and so, if that is what saved us, that is also what is going to sustain us. Yeah. Right, and it's almost a comforting fact that it is what sustains us. Because if it wasn't, and if it was based on like like what you said, like you know, you believe you have faith in Christ for salvation, but you trust in your own righteousness for sustenance, mm-hmm. then man, what a what a big, we all would fall short of that too. Yeah, right? we all would fall short of that too. And and yeah, that, and I and I think though, I think uh, at the same time too, it's it. it, it it proves to be true in this sense as well that if you are if you are looking at yourself to secure the salvation it's it makes sense that you would not 
have assurance, right? Right. Like, Absolutely. Dang, did I do enough? Dang, yeah. I messed up here. Dang. Mm-hmm. Uh, Every day. Uh, yeah. Every day you yeah, yeah. get into that doubt. You know, yeah. I, I know, I know uh, someone that that you know that that battles that doubt every day because he's aware of his sinful nature Mm -hmm. and and he looks at himself and his own righteousness to secure the salvation and man he's it's a it's it burdens him Mm -hmm. it burdens him and 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 i I don't think you'll find assurance that way you have to look outside of yourself to christ right and and so but at the same time you know that is the big thing right you look at christ and and what what uh but when you're looking at Christ and when you're walking in that in that light, you know you will also notice few things in your life that have changed that can be an evidence of of that true faith, mm-hmm. you know, and that can help you. Like I don't think it's as big as looking at Christ, right? Like I almost I saw this, I read this example from this uh, scholar. He says like it's, it's almost like there's a tricycle, tricycle with a big front wheel. Mm-hmm. You know, have you seen that tricycle with a big front wheel and there's like mm-hmm. two little uh, small yeah. wheels, right? Yeah, so, big, so big that wheel. big front wheel oh. is Christ. What oh, is like not not a big wheel, not the one the kids play with, like at a circus, kind of like. No, no, there's there's like two small wheel and there's one big wheel, and then I think you paddle. Yeah. And and uh, okay. But go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. yeah. I'm I'm I, I don't know if it's a good. I don't know if it's a good. No, no, no. But but that big front wheel is Christ. You're looking at Christ, right? And the other two small wheels. That that's, that also balances it out is also you know you're looking at the evidence of 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 faith in your life like mm-hmm. the fruit that it bears and then the other one is also you're looking at the works of Holy Spirit that indwells in you mm-hmm. right the the conviction the Holy Spirit brings the guidance it brings the holy nature that Holy Spirit brings those are the few things that you can look at but ultimately none of those things will really be effective unless you're looking at the big will, mm-hmm. which is Christ. Mm-hmm. So, so, so yes, we can have assurance, and that is a great thing, right? That that we can have assurance, and that they're only and, and and the summary of that is that we can only have assurance when we look at Christ, or else or else we will have doubts, right? But at the same time, uh, many Christians that do believe in assurance of salvation, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm, now we've categorized like there are there are denominations that believe in not having assurance of salvation we've kind of looked at the scripture and we've dealt with like you know god wants us to have assurance of salvation right so Mm -hmm. we've dealt with that and 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 through scripture we can look at the work of salvation we can fully understand that because it is the work of christ we can also be assured that it is going to be sustained by christ Mm -hmm. so we can have that assurance so that is dealt with but even in this assurance camp there are times when believers might have doubt in salvation. Mm-hmm. Right? Might have doubt in salvation. And and and, and, and I just want to explore a little bit on what are what could be various reasons that believers that believe in the assurance of salvation but might deal with doubting their salvation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing that comes to my mind is is living in sin living in persistent sin let's say that mm-hmm. right I, 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 well, we all we all sin but this this is a person who is persistently living in sin that that their life matches the life of an unbeliever and if you're living that in that manner obviously you're not going to be flooded with the assurance of salvation or assurance that God gives about salvation mm-hmm. and and I think I think that that 
could be a great hindrance towards you finding assurance in sin, assurance in salvation. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's yeah. contrary to who you are, right? It's contrary to who if you, you are. If you are, if you are uh, a believer in Christ, you've been delivered from the chains that mm -hmm. bound you, right? Mm -hmm. We see that in Romans. Like, sin was slavery. Yeah. And so you've been freed from, mm -hmm. uh, from sin, and then yet you return mm -hmm. to bondage. Right. You're almost like a prisoner. Yeah. Right? You're not slave anymore, but you're, you're a prisoner on that, in the, in the so if you, if you do that, if, if that's the way that you're living now, wouldn't it make sense that you doubt your salvation? Yeah. Right. If you live in the way that you were before the light shined, mm -hmm. wouldn't it make sense that you doubt? Yeah. You live, you're living how you did before Christ came. Right, right. So why would you really be living in full assurance yeah. uh, when you're living like someone who is bound? Yeah, yeah. And so that that's that's one of the big ones. The second big one, I would say, is also spiritual immaturity mm -hmm. over a long period of time. Right, like if you have stopped growing, if you have stopped uh, growing in the knowledge of God, knowledge of Christ then you are not going to look at Christ. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so so over time of period, and then I'm not talking about the new believer, right? Because a new believer now, he starts this whole life of Christian life. But I'm talking about a believer that have trusted and over a long period of time, they lack growth. Mm. Like they're still spiritually immature, like like what you were talking about. They they're still drinking milk, mm -hmm. right? And, and, and if you're that spiritually immature person, then 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 you know you 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 then you are going to struggle looking at Christ absolutely to, absolutely like yeah. like just to 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 give it like another perspective with that right like a baby we all expect a baby obviously if the baby's healthy yeah. to get to a point where the baby crawls mm -hmm. We expect the baby to progress past that mm -hmm. to a point where they walk. Yeah. We expect the baby to progress past that to a point where they run. We expect all we expect this baby mm -hmm. who can't move initially mm -hmm. without help, right? Like you remember being able to change in Hamani's diapers mm -hmm. where she doesn't move. It's super easy. Yeah. But then it gets to a point where she wants to roll over. Yeah. Then it gets to a point where she literally won't let you. You have to. You're <laughs> yeah. gonna have to wrestle her down yeah. to change her diaper, right? So there's this progression of movement, this progression mm -hmm. of growing, and so the same thing should be evident in in your Christian, Christian walk, life. Yeah. Right. You say you've you've known Christ for uh, three years. You should not be at the same point the first day of knowing Christ. Exactly. If, especially if you've been walking with Christ for 20 years, right. you should be further along in your faith. Right. And, and here's the thing, like we, if, if you have children, you know that your children don't understand, they doubt a lot of different mm -hmm. things, but as they grow up and they mm -hmm. come to know more and learn more, they know, um, they have more of this assurance of how things work, of how things should operate, mm -hmm. uh, and they and some things they still don't get, and they're being they and as they go, we still are are shepherding we're them, always we're growing, still teaching yeah. them, mm -hmm. uh, so that they learn. The same thing is true in your Christian walk. Mm -hmm. Like if you are still doing milk, um, it only makes sense to me that you doubt God doubt, a yeah. lot. 
Yeah. Especially if you've been walking with him f- for years. Absolutely. You know, it's like it's like we we both have children, and and you know when our children first crawled, man, it was an exciting time, mm-hmm. right? Like this, he started crawling, right? But think about this: if that children grows to be twenty six years old and they're still crawling, something's wrong. <laughs> I mean, we're not, we're not excited at that point, right? No. We're concerned, right? Right, and so that's the same. In the, like a lot of us, we live our Christian life years and years, and we're still crawling. And how how does that happen? How do yeah. how do we be how do we become a twenty year old Christian who's still crawling? We don't we don't. We don't grow in our knowledge of mm-hmm. Christ. Exactly. Like if you look at Paul, Paul is his main prayer, right? His main prayer for a lot of the Christians is that they would grow mm-hmm. in the understanding of Christ. Look, look I mean, at it says in Philippians, right? He, I count everything else rubbish to to the fact that, like, in in comparison to growing in the knowledge of God. Look at this in, in Colossians. Colossians, right? Like. And Colossians is very interesting because the people there thought there was some other higher knowledge, right? Which is, which is okay, so in one sense, they want to learn, right? They want to grow, but they want to look at outside sources for knowledge mm. uh, to grow. Uh, but look at this in Colossians 2. Paul says, I want you to know how hard I am contending for you and for those at Laodicea and for all who have not met me personally. My goal is that they may be encouraged in heart and united in love so that they may have full riches of complete understanding in order that they may know the mystery of God, namely Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Mm. And that's one thing that we got to understand. The wisdom and knowledge of Christ is a treasure, right? Go after that Mm -hmm. treasure. Mm -hmm. I tell you this so that no one may deceive you by fine sounding arguments. Right. For though I'm absent from you in the body, I'm present with you in spirit and delight to see how disciplined you are and how firm your faith in Christ is. If you don't have a firm foundation uh, in Christ, a lot of times that's because you don't know him. Mm -hmm. You are still wrestling with this and that because you're drinking milk Mm -hmm. and you got to grow up. Listen to this next part. Um, and I love this, this heading, it's the spiritual fullness in Christ. But this, he says this, so then just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in there him, you go. rooted yeah. and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. Right. And here here we go. See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world rather than in Christ. Right. That that in Christ is repeatedly mentioned in Colossians. And so, so we believe we receive salvation through faith in Christ. We also receive assurance in Christ, mm-hmm. right? And so, so we that all that to say, Christ is to be the paramount concern of our life, to grow in His knowledge, is to be a priority in our life. And and when we don't make that a priority, we are gonna end up like. And that's why I think you know last I think last week I was thinking about that too. Like man, many people stop thinking about faith and salvation. Mm-hmm. 
after their salvation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And 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 many people stop thinking about Christ and what He has done after they've received salvation. And and, and in that sense, they are not growing in their faith. Mm-hmm. And so we are to be proactive in our faith. Like mm-hmm. uh, Jesus, our uh, Christian faith is not a passive faith; it's, it's an active faith, right? And and we ought to grow. I think I think these two are the main ones that I find why people do doubt salvation. And there are like some little ones, like like when I think about like you know we comparing ourselves with other believers. Mm-hmm. Like you know you can see other person walking, uh, and 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 in a sense you know when we look at the other person, we only look at the one side of that person, right? That person is dealing with his own sinfulness that we may not be aware of, but. Sometimes we look at them and we feel like, you know what, they're far beyond us. And they could be. They could be far beyond us. And and and, and that kind of can result into thinking like, man, am I even saved? Like, I'm not that person. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it could do that. And, and the other thing is like, you know, once we are saved, we have this new nature. Uh, we have a new, we are new creation. And we have an indwelling of Holy Spirit who brings up the holy nature in us. And, and, and so in that sense, we have a greater awareness of sin. And so things that we didn't hit in the past becomes things that we we start to hit and we start yeah. to we start to recognize that you know this is sin so that greater awareness of sin sometimes can also like man i'm this sinful can also create may create some doubts in our salvation so those, these are like some small i would say i would i wouldn't say as big as persistent sin or our spiritual immaturity I, think I, I put that as a big category but these are few things that could also lead us to doubt but i think though again too like we 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 talked about right like earlier if you're in if you are wrapped up in living in habitual sin mm-hmm. then it makes sense that you it doubt makes. your salvation mm-hmm. right however um if you are dealing with sin, which we all are, mm-hmm. and you have the conviction that comes from the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. that is even a that is a good thing, right? Yes, that you are convicted of your ab- sin. Absolutely. And but when you have that conviction, what is the what what is your response? What is your response? To, yep, right? exactly. So are you looking to repent, right? Turn around mm-hmm. and go the other way. Mm-hmm. That is what a Christian does. Absolutely. Right. And then obviously the the, the purpose of the Holy Spirit is to point you to Christ. The, whole, the purpose of the Holy Spirit is to help transform mm-hmm. you into the image of Christ. And so if he's, he's, um, if he's helping to expose the sin in your life and you mm-hmm. feel that conviction and you repent, that is what you should be doing. Absolutely. Right? And so... so and that's, that's why I put this in like a smaller category because I feel like, you know, as Christians, we are to be more and more aware of our sin, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a good thing, but, but it should lead us that doubt should lead us to greater faith. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Like, you know, yeah. that's why that's I put that in a small category because more often for many Christians that 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 doubting because you're more aware of sin should lead you towards repentance mm-hmm. and, and turning away from that sin and, and, and pursuing righteousness. So let me say this with yeah. that, right? Like that should be the re- response, right? Like we should always be going towards Christ. We should always be looking to Christ. We should always be running to Christ, right? Like that's the direction we should be heading, the narrow path, right? Mm -hmm. We should be heading that way. So if your response then is the opposite of that, your response Mm. is, is to go the other way. uh, That's, that is where, you know, we have some trouble, right? Mm -hmm. Like, okay, you have these doubts um, and it's not, pushing you to seek the truth. It's not pushing you mm. to seek out Christ, uh, but w- rather it's causing you to turn away mm. from Christ. Then that again, is... 
Like that is a dangerous place. That is a greater concern. <laughs> so let me let me just go to Hebrews, Hebrews three, um, and in this in this chapter, uh, it's comparing Jesus to Moses, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and then also specifically the the children of Israel in the wilderness. So uh, it, it says in uh, Hebrews three. Uh, verse one, therefore, holy, bro- holy brothers and sisters. All right. So he's starting off. Uh, w- he's talking to Christians, holy brothers and sisters who share in the heavenly calling. Fix your thoughts on Jesus, mm. whom we acknowledge as our apostle and high priest. And we understand who the, what the, what the role of the high priest is, right? He, yeah. he, he offers the sacrifice for us, mm. right? And, and he intercedes the, on our he behalf. He intercedes on our behalf, right? And so this is the role of Christ. He, he's our he's our, um, he's our savior, but he's also our high priest. He intercedes, mediates on our behalf. Uh, he was faithful to the one who appointed him, just as Moses was faithful in all God's house. Jesus has been found worthy of greater honor than Moses, just as the builder of the house has greater honor than the house itself. And obviously we are the house, right? So for every house is built by someone, but God is the builder of everything, right? And then it says, um, but Christ is faithful as the son over God's house as we are his house. If indeed we hold firmly to our confidence and the hope in which we glory. Mm. And again, it's pointing to Christ. We hope in Christ, um, our glory is is not glory that's necessarily obtained in us, but it's the glory that that comes through Christ, right? Uh, so, check this out. Uh, verse seven. So, as the Holy Spirit says, today, right? This is the Holy Spirit. Today, if you hear His voice, what we know this, mm-hmm. do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion during the time of testing in the wilderness, when your ancestors tested and tried me, though for 40 years they said, they saw what I did. This is why I was angry with that generation, right? So they saw God miraculously working, Mm -hmm. yet they turned away. Mm -hmm. And so here is Christ has saved you. Christ is has has freed you from from the bondage of sin. God has shown himself to be faithful in your life and yet you doubt and you don't believe. Mm-hmm. So here's the, here's the here's the scary thing about this. Uh, we know that they did not enter into the place of rest. This is this is a warning to us, all right? So verse 12, see to it brothers and sisters that none of you has a sinful unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God, but encourage one another daily as long as it is called today so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. We have come to share in Christ if indeed we hold our original conviction firmly to the very end, right? As has just been said today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion. So what is this saying? What is this saying? It's saying, okay, beware of a deceitful, unbelieving Mm -hmm. heart, right? Mm -hmm. And it says, hardened by sin's deceitfulness. Like the more you live in sin, the more you chase after sin, the more that you go after that, the further you turn away from God. Mm -hmm. And so again, that's why we said like, if you're in this bondage, you're living in habitual sin, you can't have assurance of your salvation, right? Because of where, how you are living your life. We've already read in Colossians, right? If you believe in Christ, live in him. Mm -hmm. 
right? So you should be rooted in him, planted, right? Like the branch that's connected to the vine. You should be living as someone who is connected to Christ. So if you are turning away from Christ, it's be, why are you turning away? Mm-hmm. Right? We get that you have doubt and we can touch on someone who's, who, who shines as someone who shines as the picture of doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, but, but if you are turning away because of sin, sin is deceitful mm-hmm. and sin will pull you away from Christ. Beware of that, right? You need to run back to Christ because if you don't, your end could be the same as those who stand as an example of what happened in the wilderness. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and and there's like like you said it makes sense that you doubt your salvation. So the answer then is okay, I have doubt, mm-hmm. but let me run to Christ. Yeah. Not I have doubt, let me run, run away, away from, from Christ. Christ. Right. And so they're like and and if you are running away from Christ when you have doubt, then that is just a picture that that is a greater con- that that's why I said it's a greater concern mm-hmm. because it could be very well an evidence that of unbelief mm-hmm. you know and that is why i said that, that that's a greater concern to me uh but but our doubts should lead us to go to christ and turn to christ as christians that's why for believers if you have those doubts run to him find right answers find answers in right place let's say that okay all right so said that uh so you know there are various things that that we have that we kind of discuss about that could lead Christians that are truly saved to doubt their salvation. Uh, what are things that we can do then, right? Like, what are things that that we can look up to when we think about, like, you know, what, like, what to do if I am doubting? Like, I'm a Christian. I believe that I, I, I believe in Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I'm sure on my salvation. But various reasons, like like persistence in, or you know, comparing myself to other believers, or or various reasons, spiritual immaturity. When we do have that doubt of salvation, how is Christian to respond? And we touched on it uh, a little bit already, but let's let's explore that, right? So first, let's let's build up on on where we left. Uh, like you mentioned, you have to run to Christ, mm-hmm. right? As Christians, you have to look to Christ. Right. Mm-hmm. So let's explore that. Like, uh, how does that, like, what does that mean to look to Christ and turn to Christ when we're doubting? Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, like, look, looking to Christ, I, I would say, um, once again, start, go back to the beginning. Mm. Um, like, Paul, that's what Paul is telling them. Yeah. Like, your assurance, like, looked at the hope that started mm-hmm. right like christ dying on the cross mm-hmm. okay so look to christ mm-hmm. um but I, so, I think i think in a subheading of that i would say seek the truth seek the truth all right so let's let's start with there like mm-hmm. you know go to the beginning right mm-hmm. so which means that make sure you're clear on the gospel mm-hmm. right make sure you you go back to the gospel you're clear on understanding of the gospel on, on, on death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ and how it has saved him, what does it mean for you in your Christian life too, right? Mm-hmm. Not only in your salvation, but also in your Christian life, mm-hmm. right? So explore that, mm-hmm. right? And, and on the one way that we explore that, the subcategory that you mentioned is by seeking the truth, mm-hmm. right? And where do we go to seek the truth? Mm-hmm. 
We go to the scripture. Scripture, right? Yeah. And that's that is where I said like you got to find the answer in right place. Yeah. Right? Like oftentimes we, if we are seeking answer in all the wrong places, mm-hmm. then you won't find the right answer. Yeah. The, right? And right. It, it, and he says like, okay, your word have I hidden in my heart so that I won't sin against, sin you. against you. We already yeah. talked about the the the, the deceitfulness of sin that mm-hmm. draws you away from Christ. Mm-hmm. Like you be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm-hmm. Like it's so interesting to me with a lot of these, um, these surveys and all of these things that these uh, organizations do surveying Christians on what they believe and having a biblical worldview and how, how, how I'm astounded at the amount of what Christians believe Mm. uh, that is not in line with scripture. But when you find, you find that out to be the case because they don't read God's word. They Mm -hmm. don't know what God's word says. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't know what God says, how can you be conformed into the image of Christ when the word is God, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the word was God, yeah. right? Like you're not putting this in you. No. And then you're depending on something else other than God's word. Like, like a, a common example is you're depending on your own feeling of who God is mm-hmm. or what God could be. You're depending on your own heart. Right. And, 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 and when we think about sin's deceitfulness, where does sin arise in our heart, mm-hmm. right? It's sinful nature is in us. And so, so it cannot be trusted, mm-hmm. right? So what can we, I'm not saying not all feelings are wrong, right? But how do we know if our feelings aligns with God's will or not? Well, mm-hmm. through the scripture, right? That's where the renewing of our mind happens. Yeah. And, and so. And, when, and really when you, when you look at it, that too, from like a, like the, uh, another aspect that the, the Bible describes it is like, right? God's way is life. Yeah. Right. So when you put what you're, obviously it's the knowledge of Christ, but you're putting life in you. Mm-hmm. That's why it's called the word of life. You're putting life in yeah. you. So when you, when you, you're not doing that and you're engaged in sin, sin is death. Mm-hmm. You're putting death in you. You're living yeah. as a dead man, Yeah. you know? And so it, it it just to me it just makes so much sense like if you're filling your life up with death why would you feel like you have hope yeah you know hope of eternal life yeah absolutely so, uh, let me can I, yeah. let me let me read this too like this is in hebrews like you know i'm i've been you're, you're in hebrews yeah so uh this is this is hebrews 10 um uh, verse 19, um, therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the, the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, again, look, there goes the cross, yeah. uh, by a new and living way open for us through the curtain that that is his body. And since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart. And with the full assurance that faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess for he who promised is faithful, mm-hmm. right? Let us draw near to God. Our, our, we should be daily drawing nearer 
to God, mm-hmm. right? And then holding firm, holding firm to the faith that we profess, uh, because in that faith, right, in that faith, we're cleansed. Absolutely. With a sense of your heart and with the full assurance that faith brings having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience, right? It's in him that we're freed. Yeah. So if we're not drawing to him, if we're not, if we're not holding firm to the faith that we profess, like it muddles everything up. Yeah. Absolutely. And so let me let me review what we just said, right? So we we said that if we if there is some doubt, first you look to Christ. You mm-hmm. look to Christ, go back to how it began. So you make sure you're clear on the gospel of Jesus Christ. Remind yourself of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Explore how it uh how it not only brought you salvation but also gives you also sustains you in your Christian life. And then the subcategory of that is like seek out the scriptures where God has revealed Christ to us, right? Like where where we can grow in our knowledge of Christ. And and, and even in that, like, you know, when we are talking about the assurance of salvation, God has given us the the assurance of salvation in the scripture. Mm-hmm. He teaches us about it, right? Mm-hmm. So so you you've read several uh, chapters, uh, several verses from several chapters in the Hebrews. Right mm-hmm. there, there. When you seek out that scripture, you grow in your assurance of faith. Mm-hmm. There's another book that 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 God has gracefully uh, written in the Bible that we have that can help us in our assurance of faith, which is First John. Mm-hmm. Right? You seek those scriptures, and then you are able to know what God says about faith, about assurance of faith, and and you're able to articulate that. You know what? I'm doubting the salvation. Mm-hmm. But here is what God's word says. Mm-hmm. My doubt is because of my own, like, maybe little faith, lack of faith, maybe because of my persistence in, I'm going to trust what God's word says. Yeah. You're able to move past that doubt towards a greater faith yeah. when you do that. And why do we, why do we trust that, right? Why right. do we trust God? And, and, and Hebrews just said it. Let us consider or uh, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess. Why? For he who promised is faithful. You got to understand this, Mm -hmm. right? God has made a promise. Yeah. Right? Mm. God has made a promise that what he has done will save us. Yeah. And and that is that that was my another point. The another subcategory is like once you dig in the scripture, you are met with so many promises that God has made. And we can trust in the promise of God because, like you said, He is faithful. Faithful. Right? And and when we put our hope in God, like, you know, it's not like how we put our hope in the weather of Michigan because that can be uncertain. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but when we put our hope in God, it's a certain hope. Yeah. Right? There's a difference there. And, and so we can, we can trust in His faithfulness that what He has promised will be accomplished. Yeah. Like your walk never stops being a walk of faith. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Your walk never stops being a walk of faith. Absolutely. And so, you know, before we move on, like for those that may be listening and that might struggle with the doubts, mm-hmm. let's let's give them some hope. The hope from the promises that God has given in the scripture. What are some hopes that that helps you and that helps me to look back into the promises that, that God has given in the scripture that that assures us of our salvation. Right. So let's let's give some some hope. Sure. Okay. Right. okay. So, okay. You want me to begin? Yeah. I'll, I'll begin. I'll, I, I like. I like 
Philippians 1, okay. verse 6, right? He began the good work. He will make sure that it will come to completion, mm-hmm. right? Like, so he is the one who started. He's the one who saved. He's going to sustain it. He's going to bring it to completion. Man, that's a great hope. Mm-hmm. Now, we tend to doubt it because we don't see it right now, mm-hmm. right? We're not seeing it right now. We, that's when we tend to doubt it. But we know he's God. God is faithful, like, like based, on, based on the verse that uh, Detwan read. And we've seen it throughout the scripture. He's given us so many examples after examples after examples of his faithfulness. Mm-hmm. We know that he's going to bring it in completion. That's, that, is a, that is a great matter of confidence and hope for me. Yeah. I, I, look, at, I look at Peter where mm. um, Peter was told by Jesus that you will deny me mm. three times. And he says to Peter, don't worry. I pray for you that your faith would not f- mm. would not fail. Right. So um, so looking at Peter, um, I see God acting as the, the high priest, the mediator. Right. The one who stands in the gap for us. And and, 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 and this thing for me is just like, it's amazing because we see what, what we can do mm-hmm. that, you know, um, that can disqualify us, mm-hmm. so to speak. But Jesus says, no, I will sustain you. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And that becomes a great, and for me, another one is Romans 8. Romans 8, like, you know, it begins like that the whole passage begins by saying, therefore, therefore there is no condemnation for those who love God, right? Mm-hmm. So we are sure that once we are in faith, there is no condemnation. And then it goes on to say, all things work together for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. And and what is that good thing that God is working out, right? In next verses, this is confirming us to the image of his son, mm-hmm. right? So, so all things are working, whether it be our trial, whether it be and even in that season of doubt, all things in believers' life is working together to conform us to the image of God. And there's even greater hope down the line in that in that in that whole passage. Like nothing can separate us from love of Christ, mm-hmm. right? So there's there's great hope in that. Like it's not on me. It's on him. Mm-hmm. He is faithful. That's why I am saved, right? And that's why I am going to continue being saved. Mm-hmm. And and that doesn't mean so so yeah I'll, I'll start there and I'll, I'll bring my next point afterwards but that is one of the other great hopes that I have yeah the, there, yeah. the, the other one I want to talk yeah. about where it's like like no one can snatch you from the hand of God mm. right and and in my walk like I, I, for me it wasn't people giving arguments against Christ right so like trying to lead me away from what people said mm-hmm. the thing that that really got me was me Mm. like i know god can save me from people Mm -hmm. i know god can Mm -hmm. save me from satan Mm -hmm. can god save me from me i think that's that's a really good point that one because like you know when i going back to that verse that you mentioned no one can snatch us from god but maybe i can (laughs) <laughs> like yeah, maybe that maybe that's what we think. Like, and that's when we look at our like, like instead of looking at Christ, we're looking just at ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, when we look at ourselves, it should lead us to repentance and look at Christ. Yeah. But instead of we limit ourselves to looking at ourselves, and that could lead us into like you know, nothing can snatch us from God, but maybe we ourselves can. And yeah. so that can lead to that out. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, but when God says that nothing can, it's even you, nothing can. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's great promises that he has given to us. And, you know, 
these are just few. I mean, that we can we can go on with so many promises that God has given to us. Yeah, but just scripture. just read the scriptures and meditate. Read, on them. Meditate on them and and trust them and 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 know that God is faithful, right? And and you know, I would say one of the ways you are going to grow in that faith too is is when you are living your life out like opposite of what we talked about. Instead of living your life with persistent sin, mm-hmm. you're living your life in persistent righteousness, mm-hmm. persistent godliness, right? Mm-hmm. When you're like like First uh, Timothy, when you you rather train yourself in godliness, that's what mm-hmm. that's what he says to uh, Timothy, right? And, this sh- and, and so, that shouldn't that shouldn't be something that that shocks people, right? No, no. Like you should be pursuing holiness. Absolutely. You should be pursuing righteousness. You should be pursuing godliness. Right. You should be pursuing Christ. Right. Absolutely. And that's where like, you know, I think Peter he writes it really well in first place is like conform your calling of election. Right? Mm-hmm. And 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 it's not that, you know, we, our righteousness is what makes us an elect no but because we're an elect when we pursue righteousness it just confirms it like mm-hmm. like you know, i know i'm for sure i'm saved when we when we when i walk closely with god man i'm i there is no time when i'm like for example what i'm trying to say is like you know when i'm near to god man there's great confidence that i have in god Mm-hmm. You know that that he is in control, that he is sovereign, that that I don't have to worry. I'm not anxious, right? And 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 at the same time, also that I don't have any doubts in 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 the faithfulness of God, mm-hmm. right? Because somewhere deep down, doubting our salvation and doubting our assurance can lead to doubting the faithfulness of God. Too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And so 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 you, the more you pursue holiness, the more closer you are to God. Yeah. And it- yeah, I would. You know, I, I I think we've pretty much, unless there's more that you have to say, but I think we pretty much nailed it. It's like, like I feel like we're almost kicking a horse at this point, yeah. a dead horse. Like we keep saying, okay, go back to the scriptures, look at Christ. Mm-hmm. Go back to the scriptures, look at Christ. Oh, you're unsure about something? Seek God <laughs> yeah. out. Go back to the scriptures. Look yeah, at Christ. Absolutely. Right. And so, and here's the thing, like, just, just to, to round this out, this is the last thing that I'm going to say, like, uh, to encourage your heart and the, and, and the thing that we see how even good God is, right? We talked about unbelieving hearts and the danger of that, but look at this, look at Thomas, doubting Thomas, right? Mm-hmm. Jesus ascended or, or Jesus rose from the grave and he, he says to Thomas, look at my hands look at my side, right? Now believe, mm-hmm. right? So what a great picture of someone who doubted, yet God's response to his doubt was, look at me. Mm-hmm. And the same thing we've been saying here to you, look at Christ. Now, here's the thing with that. Here's the thing with that. Like Thomas doubted, right? And he had an opportunity to see Christ, but where was he? He was there. Mm-hmm. Now, if Thomas was somewhere else, would Not he have had that place. same opportunity? Right. Mm-hmm. So, and I say that to say, like, if you have doubt, seek the truth. Mm-hmm. Don't run away. Yeah. Seek that's the my truth. Last point. Yeah, and I think I think that that similar to would be my last point too. You know, make sure you're looking at Christ. Make sure you're clear on the gospel. Make sure you're seeking the truth. 
And all this is going to be part of your life when you are consistently and persistently pursuing holiness uh, in, in your Christian life. And that is that is and that's how you're going to grow in your assurance of salvation. And we are to grow in our assurance of salvation. We are to know the eternal life. So if you're a believer, you're saved, you can look at Christ and know that you have eternal life. That's my last point. Yep. All right, see you guys in two weeks. Thank you for listening to us, and I hope that this has encouraged you and helped you in some aspect to grow in your faith. Uh, yeah, blessings. Peace.